Ketzerayim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Das Hasviros. We now begin the 13th essay, the essay on Netzach. That begins on page Kuf Peibes. We're going to see something different now, the relationship between Chesed and Gvura, which we said were really, um, Chesed was a lot of giving, ex- uh, uh, expansion. Gvura was putting it all on steroids, either in a positive way of doing more chesed or in a way of controlling and um, contracting. And then Tiferes was the beautiful combination of the two of them. We're going to see that the next three, uh, which and specifically the next two of Netzach and Hod do not work that way. And they do not work uh, as opposites in a apparent way, if we look deeper, maybe they are, but they're really a totally different focus. And as we shall see, the main energies really have been Chesed and Gvura. Those are the main energies. And Tiferes has balanced it. Now we're going to see what Netzach is uh, in terms of uh, how we're supposed to how Hashem has it, and how we're supposed to emulate that. So, we uh, let's explain, first of all, even though Netzach is its own Mida, and Hod is its own Mida, and we're going to have to explain each of them on their own, but on the other hand, the two Midos work hand in hand. As opposed to chesed and gvura, chesed is chesed, gvura is gvura. Now you need tiferes to bring them hand in hand. But we will see that it's not the same thing with netzach and hod. And remember, in terms of the spheros, the body parts, as opposed to chesed and gvura with the right and left hand, and tiferes is the torso, netzach and hod are the right leg and the left leg. Now, What's the difference between arms and legs? Many differences, but my right hand can work perfectly without my left hand. Just ask a pitcher, mm-hmm. right? You can you can theoretically be a, a pitcher with only one hand. Okay, I don't know how you're going to catch balls, but you could throw very well with your right hand and similarly left without the right. But you cannot walk with one leg. You cannot walk. The whole idea, and if you do, it's gonna, it's not gonna be walking. It's gonna be hopping, which isn't really walking. The two have to go together. Now, the right foot has its own ability, and the left foot has its own ability. But really, in any possible way, you've got to have the right and the left working together. As opposed to the hand, I could do chesed all day long without kvur. It may not be good, but I could do it. And I could have Gvura without Chesed alone. It could be good, maybe sometimes. Maybe not, but I could do it. But you can't walk with your right foot without a left foot. It's just, you're going to fall. Something's going to happen. So therefore, just like you can't go with one foot, so too the Sviros have to work together. But that's going to be maybe towards the end of the week. Uh, Today we hope to do Netzach. It's not that long and get most of it done. Move into hold, and then we got to do a lot of explaining how the two of them work together. So let's just try to understand Netzach on its own. Remember, uh, Netzach is in the Partsuf 
of the small face together with the other six zeros of the small face. There's, there's many meanings to Netzach. The easiest one is the source of the word Nitzachon, which is victory, which means that this Mida is when a person is able to defeat the Yetzirah that's inside of him in a particular area, as the Medrash says on the Pasuk in Tehillim, that says, Ne'imos bimincha Netzach, there's pleasantness in the victory of your right hand, which is making a reference to after uh, Yom Kippur, we go out with the four species that just like in a court of law, the winner who wins a court case goes out with a staff to show he was the winner. We show we defeated the Hara by going out with the Lulav and Esrog and the four species. And that shows that we have defeated the Hara. So you see that Netzach is defeating the Hara in a particular area and you've won it. Another meaning of Netzach is word Nitzchius, which means eternity. Which means that through the meat of Netzach, a person has a position of eternity in this person. So let's give an example. When a person defeats the a certain evil attribute, you now have positioned yourself eternally to be without it. Let's say you finally curb the Yetzirah for forever. Well, let's talk about smoking. You know, you've been struggling, but now you got one. It's done. I'm not smoking again. I'll never smoke again. And he doesn't. And it's not even a, a taiva. That's called Nitzachon. That's a victory. And it's Netzach. It's forever. Uh, you know, there's an idea of winning uh, the battle, but winning the war. So winning the battle is not Netzach. You got to win the war. When you win the war, the war is over. Now, doesn't mean a new war isn't going to pop up somewhere else. So you defeated a certain Yetzirah in a certain area. What, whatever the issue may be, whatever, um, let's say you're trying, you have a lot of trouble being kind. It's just hard for you to initially react with kindness. You got to work and work and work until you've totally destroyed the enemy and you always just work with kindness or controlling your anger. You finally have defeated the edge of anger and you just don't get angry anymore. Finished. Then now you have positioned yourself in a victorious, eternal position. A third meaning, as we know, many of the Psalms start with the word Laminatseach. Now what's a Minatseach? Can also be a, uh, what do you call it? The conductor. A conductor is a minatseach. Why? Because he's trying to create a symphony with the orchestra. Now, what is a symphony? A symphony has a beginning, middle, and it could go for a long time. You've got all kinds of different musicians. And you've got to be able to control all the musicians. And as, as if almost you're dealing with competing musicians and... There's a war going on. Who's going to play at this time? Who's going to play at that time? When are they going to play together and this and that and all these things? So the conductor has to defeat everybody, so to speak, in a way that makes it an eternal song. Uh, that's such an idea where they call it a, a Nitzchius Shel Shira, an eternity of song. So therefore, the same idea when a person... Is, so that connection of victory and eternity is 
When a person defeats the evil inside of him, he's established within himself a spiritual virtue that is forever and not going to come back again. Or maybe years later, it'll pop back. But right now, it's gone. It's like your mamish, you're not an alcoholic anymore. I suppose saying, no, I'm an alcoholic, but I'm a recovering alcoholic. No, I'm not an alcoholic. Just forget it. It's not going to happen anymore. If that's possible. Okay. And so it is with Hashem Yisbarach that one of the main ways he works is with the meat of Netzach. Why? He created the world, but he keeps creating it forever. There's no such thing as another God's going to come and break God's world. It's not going to happen. And hopefully we'd like to see the revelation of Hashem and that never will be nullified. Now, we see this when God destroys wicked people, when Rishayim are destroyed, right? Let's say when the Greeks were destroyed by the Hashemunayim, that was Netzach. They had have Netzach and Hashem showed Netzach, were able to defeat the Greeks, and that happens through that power of Netzach. Now, let's say, for example, it's not so revealed that we're winning, but they still have it in a uh, concealed way because why? Because the Jewish people are still around. So you can ask yourself a question. Did you see the attribute of Netzach in the Holocaust? Yes or no? The answer is yes, in a concealed way. Because we survived and then we have the state of Israel. So long-term preservation exists. And this is what the prophet Shmuel said before he killed Agad from Amalek. He said the words, Netzach Yisrael lo yishaker. The eternity of the Jewish people will never be false. And he says in that passage, Hashem is not like a person who could change his mind. Yeah, I'm going to do this for you. Oh, no, I don't like you anymore. Forget it. With Hashem, that's not so. It'll never, the forces of evil, no matter how many sins the Jews do, we will never be destroyed. So what force is that in Hashem that enables that to happen? That's Netzach. So there's another word I like to use, although he doesn't use it that often in this safer, but I think it's so important, consistency. Because wouldn't you say that one of the best ways of describing Hashem is he's consistent? Every day the sun rises to the east, no problem. Every day there's enough air in the world. Every day there's, there's what we need, the, 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 the molecular structure and the, and the, and the, and the, the nucleus, all these things, they work like clockwork. No matter what, no matter how bad humanity is, no matter what, Hashem is always consistently making things happen and is defeating what we would call the forces of nature, so to speak. So therefore, this is the general term of Netzach. So therefore, you could you could start using Chesek Vertiferes, but maybe you're not going to win. <laughs> maybe you're not going to win. You're trying to do something. You, you can't, remember, you made a decision. Your das is, let's do this. Let's do this. Okay, how am I going to do this? Well, I'm going to have to have some kind of kindness, some kind of control, a perfect blend. And then what happens? It doesn't work. So now what? You give up. Then you got to try again. So what keeps the perseverance to say, no, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. 
Now, of course, Hashem maybe could not allow it to happen, but we're not talking about where Hashem doesn't want it to happen. We're saying where, no, there's, you know, just because you decided that this is what we're going to do doesn't mean it's going to happen. The other side could be stronger. You may have to come up with, uh, tweak your uh, strategy, but just giving up, regretting, that means you don't have Netzach. So that's a critical point of what Netzach is and the ability every day to give for Davnik. You know, let's say in the beginning, let's say a guy's not going to Davnik for whatever reason, lazy, this, that. So now he's got to employ Chesed Vurtiferis to get up. That's a strategy, right? I'm going to uh, uh, um, uh, connect with somebody that'll wake me up or, or whatever he's going to do. And you come up with the strategies, and then what happens is you get up for one day, but you don't get up the next day. Oh, I'm a failure. It's not going to work. So Netzach means, oh, no, I'm not going to back down. I made a commitment. I'm going to do it, even if it's not coming easy, until it gets done. And once it's done, finished. And now we've set it up on a new plateau or within yourself. You're trying to stop certain bad habits. So you have to win. There's idea of winning. Uh, you know, there's, there's a, I hate to use the analogy, but you know, quite often they refer to certain teams in sports who are really good. They're really good. You know, they could take the football from the 20 yard line to the two yard line. They just can't punch it over. Just can't get the touchdown. Uh, they can, they can, they can be good during regular season. They just can't seem to win in the playoffs. So what's missing? Or they used to call that killer instinct. Like you got him on the ropes, put him away now. No, just can't do it. Can't put it away. And that's what that uh, Netzach's about. That you, you, you don't ease up until it's done. Until you finished it. So there isn't really, which you would you call that an energy per se, like chesed? Is that an energy like chesed of expansiveness? No. Is it gvura, which is power, power of the energy in a positive way, or power to withhold? And the blend, the blend is just blending, that's first. But now, so what is netzach? Netzach is, I guess you just keep doing what you're doing. Until you win. You know, you're trying. You got knocked down. So, now, okay, I give up. Netzach means you're going to get up again. And you're not going to stop until the goal has been reached. A lot of times you, things can start going. You're working out a plan and you've done a number of steps, but you still needed four or five more steps. So, oh, I had enough. I'll take a break. Well, you didn't get it done. So that's, so to speak, finishing the job. Now, it's interesting, when we look at the Gemara and Brachas, when it talks about the what happened in history to reflect the different Midos, when it says, what's Hanetzach? This is Yerushalayim. The fact that we have Yerushalayim is an expression of Hashem's Netzach, which we will explain. What is Hod? That is the Beis Hamikdosh. So we see an interesting thing that Netzach is Yerushalayim, Hod is the Beis Hamikdosh. So what is this? So, the point is like this. Yerushalayim is the place that Hashem chose as the eternal place for the Shekhinah to dwell forever. That's the chosen city. This is it. This is Sion. 
Mishmegillah says the Kedusha of Shiloh, where the first Mishkan was, um, it got destroyed, and then we could build bumos. We could build a private uh, uh, altars when Shiloh was destroyed, because Shiloh was a temporary thing. But Yerushalayim, once Yerushalayim was built, no bumos allowed, ever. Ever. Even if Yerushalayim gets destroyed. In other words, why? We could say like this. Either we say the Kedush of Yerushalayim is forever, or the chosenness of Yerushalayim is forever. But once Yerushalayim was the place, now, and it's been, we've, we remember, we didn't have Yerushalayim until David HaMelech, until he bought part of the land, consolidated the higher part and the lower part, and David HaMelech made the city of Yerushalayim. And then he brought the Aram, the Mizbeach, and everything to Yerushalayim. Even though without a base on English number, he says, now this is the place we're only going to bring corpus. That's it. That holiness of Yerushalayim is forever. It will never cease. You can destroy the base on English. You can make Yerushalayim into a garbage dump. It always has the chosenness of Hashem. It'll never be gone. And that's why you see, even though so many years pass, we still have that connection to Yerushalayim. Okay, so... Now, so that is Netzach. Because it always has the Kedusha, even after it's destroyed. But the Beis Hamikdash, what's the real expression of the Beis Hamikdash? Is the Karbanos in the Beis Hamikdash. The Avoda in the Beis Hamikdash. And that only, and that way it expresses the Shechina that's there. And that we'll see in a minute, well, not in a minute, tomorrow, the meat of hold is to reveal the beautiful thing that's going on. Remember, we're working on a project. Whatever the project is, Hashem's working on a world, whatever. So you're using all your talents, and then you want to win. And when you win, then it should be, you want to reveal the victory. And, who's the, and who are we revealing? We're revealing Hashem's the victor. Very important point, which we'll get to when we get to... Um, Hold, but the base of Middash is a revelation of the Shrina. But that's only good while you have a base of Middash. When there's no base of Middash anymore, it's not going to be revealed. So Netzach is Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is always in its holiness. No matter what, that's what Hashem has chosen. But Hod, the beauty, which is the base of Middash, can be nullified. The revelation can be nullified. However, of course, even the pace of Beis has certain holiness, which is greater than Yerushalayim, but it's not expressed without us doing anything there. I mean, you, you shouldn't go to the Temple Mount still. Certain areas, you don't go. But So not going doesn't really express anything. When you're bringing the Corbanos, that expresses things. So that's going to be... The but we'll come back to this idea over and over in the next few days. Now, with this, another um, difficult idea, which we'll just do briefly, uh, and again, this is going to need a lot more explanation, but uh, we also find in this farm that Netzach is one of the tools that Hashem does to punish wicked people. And he brings Sukkim from Yeshaya that shows that Hashem, with the power of Netzach, punishes the Rishoyim. And... Uh, and when the ultimate tikkun will come to the world, Hashem's going to use Netzach to permanently destroy them. Okay? 
And that's what Netzach's all about, to, to bring us to that permanent place of goodness that will never revert back. And that's going to need the final punishment for all the Rishoyim. And that's the idea, if we said before, Netzach Yisrael lo Yishaker. Hashem, the eternal Jewish people, Hashem will not lie, not like a person who changed their mind. Because we find by Hashem, there's no changes like there are by people. Because Hashem has all the perfection. So why would Hashem regret and change what he has? And that when everything's fine, and we've, and we've destroyed the enemy, and it's clear that the mission's been accomplished, well, by Hashem, the mission's always accomplished can't be the mission is not accomplished whatever he says has got to be it's got to be there's got to be Jewish people finished it's never never not to be Jewish people it's that meter that helps us here now the question is what is our avoda with this sphere of Netzach and the Tzadik tells us there's three types of avoda with the avoda of Netzach the first one is to realize the great power we have from every little activity we do. And it has eternal consequences to affecting the, uh, the, the development of, of the world, the, the spiritual worlds and everything else. Nevashachayim says that everything a Jew does has an incredible force that comes out of it, an incredible influence. Even the thought of an Avera has an eternal negative consequence, worse than bad activities. And he gets into the whole thing of our bad thoughts were even worse than what Titus did to destroy the base on English. He writes, that's what it means when the Pasuk says, Ki Hashem Amo, Yaakov Hevel Nachla. So Yaakov is the rope of his heritage. He says, just like, so he says like this, the perfect person is planted up in the heavens with his root soul. Your root root soul is up in the Shemaim. Now you come down here for who puny you are, human being here. And there's like a rope. And when you shake the rope from the bottom, it affects what's going on at the top. And once the top's been affected, it affects things that come down. And therefore we shouldn't minimize anything we do. One bracha has an amazing effect. It has an eternal effect on what we do. So there is a big avoda for us to reflect on how much every action will affect the spiritual realms. And there we better way very carefully. Is he sure you want to say lusher about this guy right now? Do you understand what's going to happen when you do that? You don't want to go to Minion today? You know what's going to happen if you go to Shul? Even if you're not in a good mood and you only get a few good domains out, you understand the eternal consequences of that? So you have to say that everything we do has eternal consequences. That's one aspect. So to, to drill that into our minds, eh, it's okay, I don't have to, I don't have to, you know, today I don't have to learn. Today I'm in a bad mood, so I'm just going to bum off. There's eternal consequences to that. And then forget about the spiritual. How about just the physical world? Sometimes, you know, famous story with Shlomo Karabach, the last day of his life, he's in an airport. I think it's in New York, going to Toronto. Okay. So he's got a few minutes away on the phone. No cell phones in those days. So he goes to a pay phone, and he's got a, a whole list of people he knows. He decides to call up this guy. He hasn't spoken to him in a while. 
says, oh, what, Rabyid, you know, how you doing, this and that. And he speaks to him for 10 minutes. Just connecting with him. Goes on the flight, gets a heart attack on the flight and dies. So after the, he died, this fellow he called, he was just about ready to commit suicide. Like, like he was ready, like the ropes around his neck. Phone call. Why? Because he felt nobody cares. It won't make a difference if I die. Nobody even knows who I am. And also the Shlomo Karbach called him. The famous Shlomo Karbach. Whoa, somebody cares about me. He decided not to commit suicide. Now, you think Shlomo Karbach thought that was going to happen when he did that? No. But you can have eternal, a good word to somebody. Can do something great, can do something bad. I forgot which yeshiva, there was a bacher who was in a yeshiva, went off the derech. And years later, he said, what got you to go off the derech? He said, well, I was studying in a yeshiva, and I wasn't the best boy in the yeshiva, without a doubt. I learned, but nothing close. Came Simchas Torah, I was really dancing up a storm. Like mamish, like with, with all the other. So Rashi came over to me and said to me like this. He says, based on the little bit that you learn, you've danced enough. He says, that's it. Just went off the derech. One statement. That's all it takes. So you got to understand, in this world, your actions make a difference. If you're raising your kids in the right way, you'll have generations of children. You're doing the wrong way, you won't. So that's the second idea. And this is just in a physical, tangible way. And the third way is we're in this world to repair ourselves, to be completely ready, and to merit the world to come when the complete ticket will happen. So you better weigh your actions are they suited for the ultimate goal that you're in this world for so you will have eternal you the way you're supposed to be till the end of time and that really is netzach shebenetzach where you really are weighing everything and looking at the eternal consequences for your eternal consequences forget about for the whole world forget about your neighbor next door what about for your essential eternity so that's where you have to look at those things. So when we uh, will daven the chazan when he after the kedusha he says lador vador nagid gadlecha from generation to generation we will relate your greatness ule and for eternity of eternities kedushas we will sanctify your holiness. So what does that mean? A person has to check all his actions. How and if what he's doing is suited for the pathway of ultimate eternity. We sanctify you eternity of eternities. Everything you do decides your eternal reality. And there was a famous medrash on the words when Boaz gave some kernels of brain to Ruth. And the Gemara medrash says, if Boaz knew, it says, whenever you do a mitzvah, do it with your whole heart. Why? For if Reuven would have known that the Torah writes when he tried to save Yosef, it said, and he saved Yosef, 
he knew the Torah read it, he would have took him on his shoulders and took him out instead of trying to get him out after they throw him into the into the hole. If Ira knew that the Torah would write that he came out to Moshe when he came back from uh, Midian with, with, with musical instruments, he welcomed him with, with great thing. He would, uh, no, he didn't come with musicals. He just smiled. He said he would have come with musical instruments the Torah's going to write down. And if Boaz knew the Torah's going to write that he gave her this, he would have given her tons and tons. So what is that? Are they politicians who are looking for good media coverage? No. The Elu had he known, what it means, had he known that this is an eternal behavior. So it's a nice thing I'm doing for her now. That's a nice thing I'm saving her. No, this is eternity. If it's eternity, you're going to do it in the best way possible. Okay, because then you understand it's so much bigger than it looks. We think, okay, I'm doing a chesed. Fine. But no, this is going to have an eternal consequence. You want that to be the eternal message? Or maybe, if I know it's eternal, maybe a little bit better. And therefore, we see that when a person is victorious in any area that he's working on, okay, let's say in the Avoda of Taiva, let's say, and he wins, he never has that Muhammad on a regular basis again. Okay, because that part of him has been elevated and there's, so to speak, no free will choice anymore. Because he's won it over for the side of good. No different than in World War One when they were fighting in the, what do you call those bunker trenches. Once you took a trench, the battle moved on to the next trench. You took another trench, moved on. The old trenches, you don't have to worry about it anymore. You've already moved the agenda ahead. And that's where it says, when a person, if most of his years of life have passed without enough error, he's not likely to sin again. So this is the the main idea of Netzach. And then he gets into a very difficult idea that I think we're going to leave it because it's only got a minute to go. And uh, where he, we mentioned yesterday that Chesed, Gvur, Tiferes are more Shaykh applicable for the world to come, while Netzach, Chod, Yisod are more applicable for this world. And how we explain that, we're going to have to leave that. I don't want to rush through that so quickly. Oh, that was the last point. We almost got the whole thing in. Okay. Excellent. Excellent.